Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. If a guy's like leaves his tennis shoes on or puts his like fucking, so- you know, the white socks. I don't know who started that trend. I don't know what that's all about. To me, not sexy, not attractive. I would not be down with that. If you wouldn't take your fucking socks off, you wouldn't have your penis in me. So, and for some reason lately, I've just been like on this anal craving kick. Like when I watch porn, I'm like, I want some anal action. Anyway, yes, I do love to have a butt plug in. I love to have a butt plug in when I'm having sex. I mean, it's it makes it it's easier for me to have a G-spot orgasm. I think there's a lot of things kind of converging at once. The, you know, the aspect of, you know, me getting getting more interested in like the prostate orgasm and the ass play and things like that and incorporating that into my blowjob and just seeing how the reaction that that gets. I mean, I want to understand that better. This is what I love about sex, is that if you're you're open-minded and you're willing and you're strong enough in your sense of self, even if you're exploring, put a different hat on in the moment, whatever, right? And just, it should be fun. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Oh my gosh, it's the last podcast of 2021. I'm so excited. Can you believe it? Well, I hope everybody just had a wonderful Christmas. Very relaxing. I hope you had a great time surrounded by friends and family and lots of love. And now we're heading into a new year. I'm super excited because I've got lots of fun stuff coming up. Some great interviews already booked. I'm I'm wanting to like tell you right now what a couple of them are, but I'm not going to because I'm just, I'm going to hold it in. But I have a hard time. I'm terrible. I'm terrible when it comes to like keeping a secret. I just get so excited. I want I want to like tip my hand. But 2022 is going to be fun for the Curious Girl. I just want to say that. I will say that. You'll know very quickly when that first, when that first show, show hits. I'm just, I think this year is going to be a great year. Lots of sexy stuff. Lots of fun stuff with me and doing new stuff and revealing my sex bucket list and some great interviews. And also there's just one other thing I'm not going to, I'm not going to say because it's coming. It's coming very soon in the next few weeks. So I'm just going to get another thing I'm holding close to the vest. It's a big announcement. I'm trying, oh, I'm trying to keep it in. Okay. Very exciting. But, um, The other thing I want to say, guys, is this is really exciting for me too. I am almost now 50-50 men to women. That to me is so exciting. Ladies, yes, welcome. Oh, I love you. Giving you big hugs. I'm so excited that I've got a growth in my female listener base. I don't know why. Maybe women are getting hornier. I think I've seen some statistics that show that. I was just kind of looking at overall year-end stuff, not just my stuff, but overall in the sex industry itself. And yeah, women, women, we're feeling ourselves. I love it. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. 
Welcome to my world, please. It's time. You know, we're just as horny as guys. We, I don't know that we feel like we can actually just live that way or be that way. And sometimes we get overwhelmed with other things, but I'm happy to say that the women are starting to dominate on this show and the listeners. And I love that. And I love guys too. Don't get me wrong. Guys, I love you. Don't go anywhere. But uh, it's fun that I think women are just giving themselves permission to be just as horny now. On that note, as I was looking through all these fun statistics for what's going on and what's popular, actually for the first time, isn't this kind of funny? The first time I've looked at my shows over the lifespan of this podcast. So really the end of at the end of five years, like what's been the most popular downloads for the episodes? Now it's no, I don't think it's any surprise. It's based on the title. So I know when I give these really good salacious titles that people download, there's more downloads. Generally, anything around dicks gets a lot of downloads. But here's here's my top 10 of overall shows. This is pretty pretty fun. Okay, number one is porn. (laughs) That's the title, that episode. The next number one downloaded episode is anal, anal, anal. The next one's masturbation. Then blowjobs. The Cacoldress, which I'm so excited. Yay, Venus, no surprise. That's just such an interesting subject and it's more on the rise. And again, you know, as women are starting to feel themselves sexually, they're getting a little more adventurous and they're exploring the types of relationships and dynamics and the sexuality that they want. Venus is definitely leading, you know, she's definitely leading the charge on that kind of stuff. The next one is Legendary Blowjobs Part One, Erotic Massage, How Do I Taste?, the female orgasm and good girls eat ass. So if we're looking at the top five here, which is what I want to explore today on this podcast, I want to I want to give some little outtakes of each episode of the top five and then just give my commentary. So I will put links to all of these episodes up and you guys can link to them easily. So I hope that you do go back and review these. Do yourself a little favor, you know, in between you get an episode, then go listen to, you know, go listen to a past episode. And then you get another episode, you know, like Tuesday, you get an episode. And then maybe on Thursday, you go listen to one of these past. And then that'll carry you for like, uh, wow, gosh, I guess like two and a half months. So you're going to have like triple, it's a triple whammy, a threesome. (laughs) let's have a threesome every week for the next 10 weeks, okay? Listen to the Tuesday episodes, the Saturday episodes, and do one of my past popular episodes in between. I think you're going to be very, very satisfied because you know I am to satisfy. That's what I'm here for, guys. All right, well, here we go. Let's jump into the first one, porn, right? Very generic title, but it is the number one downloaded episode I have in my whole catalog. And it's not just number one by by a few, you know, thousand or a short distance. It's double. It doubles number two. So obviously you guys are a bunch of horny people. And I love that. You are you are you are my tribe. Like you're my peeps. Thank you so much. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy. Where were we on that? Oh, yes. The fact that they don't show women coming. This is a chip. It's really a chip. I don't like that. But now that I've... Oh, I'll say the things I don't like about porno. I don't like when they don't show women coming and having orgasms. And because... And I can tell when they're faking it. So it's, it's bullshit. And then 
I don't like, which I've said before, if a guy's like leaves his tennis shoes on or puts his like fucking, so- you know, the white socks. I don't know who started that trend. I don't know what that's all about. To me, not sexy, not attractive. I would not be down with that. If you wouldn't take your fucking socks off, you wouldn't have your penis in me. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Those are the things about porn that to me are just not sexy. Okay. But let's talk about the things like when I go in and I want to watch porn, like what do I search for? It just depends on my mood. I mean, sometimes it's girl on girl. Sometimes I like the like girls fucking each other with strap-ons. I have a big fetish for interracial porn. So I love to watch those blacked, 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 <laughs> anything. When I get on Pornhub or YouPorn, if I can search that out, I love that. You know, the bummer though is when I watch that is that it's always these like fucking five, two girls, you know, and I'm five ten. I'm like, this is just not, can we get some, can we get some taller girls on here? I mean, the guys look ginormous. It's fabulous. I love, I love the contrast. I love that. And I was just talking to somebody about this day. Someone was asking me this, a little friend on Tumblr. What's his name? Sex and sophistication says handle. Hope you don't mind me calling you out on Hope you don't keep mind me giving you a shout out. I think it's sex and sophistication. Anyway, he takes some really good pictures of himself as well as having some really good hand porn, which I love hand porn. Okay, so the blacked stuff. Yeah, that kind of does it for me. Like I said, I just wish, I only wish that they would have taller girls. I mean, they do sometimes. They do. But usually it seems like it's like some like really tiny, really short little chick. And anyway, it's still very hot, you know, and they always get like really, really fair skinned women. That's, and then you get the nice, that contrast. It's just something, something about it. Yep. Super hot. Well, not going to lie. Super hot. And then of course they always get these guys with these ginormous cocks, which I'm loving that. I've talked about it several times before, how good it feels to just have a huge fucking cock in you. Be stretched out. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yes. It's the best. Okay. What else? So, the okay, if I'm not in the mood for the interracial porn, sometimes I'll go, I like to try to find some good BDSM porn. I have to say, I found that it's hard to find. Like, really good BDSM porn. It's usually cheesy and campy, you know? And I want, like, I want the real stuff. I like, you know, every once in a while, there's this one guy who seems to star in his, his big thing is, um, he's the submissive one in the BDSM type scenario. And usually I'm looking for the other way around. I like it, you know, I like it to be the girl to be the sub, but every once in a while I get in the mood for, for that. I wish I, I don't see, I don't know these porn people's names. I don't know their, I I, I'd give them a, I totally like call it out, but I just don't know who they are. And so since I can't, what, what ends up happening is like, since I can't find like the decent BDSM with the submissive women scenario, you know, it's usually some just, I don't know, like it's usually some ugly fuck, really like not attractive guy. And then the women are attractive or whatever, but it's usually kind of over the top. It's more like dungeon room. We're in a basement and I'm going to, it's just more, I don't know. It's more aggressive than I would say it is erotic. If that makes any sense. I need that element of, 
like eroticism when it comes to my BDSM porn. I I need that somehow there's a, I see the connection between the sub and the dom. And when it's just more of the, when it's just more of the, just, she's just a random slut cum dumpster. For some reason that doesn't get me off as much. I don't know. Like I, I don't, I don't mind pictures of it. It's strange. Like I'll reblog pictures of that, but I don't want to watch the porn per se. A snapshot of it, like a quick little moment can be hot, but the, I don't know. Some of those are just like, eh, it doesn't do it for me. Now, again, like I said, from time to time, you will find some good stuff where it is kind of like you can see a connection with what the guy's doing and he's edging her and like not letting her come. And it's really more just how, I guess I want to see the real life stuff or maybe what's real life for me, which brings me to another point. Sometimes I like to watch my own porn. Okay. Now off porn, and we're going to get into something a little more specific. We're just going into, this is episode 221. It was simply titled anal, anal, anal. I don't know if it's because I put anal three times that people really responded to it, but again, it's in my top five number one downloads of five years running on this series. People love anal. We're fascinated with with butts. <laughs> We're fascinated with butts, buttholes, everything that goes on back there. There's some things you you guys know if you listen to me and like, I'm like, no, I don't need ass. Like, I'm like, no, no, no. Even though good girls eat ass was number 10 download. That wasn't me. That was somebody else. I had a guest and she likes to eat ass. And we just went back and forth on it. But I think that there's something about that region that everybody's just so fascinated with, myself included, trust me. And so that's why I think just anal, anal, anal was was so popular. But anyway, I'm going to give you a little snippet if you want the full episode. It is episode 221, released on October 23rd of 2021. You can get the full episode and uh, I hope you enjoy it. All right. And for some reason lately, I've just been like on this anal craving kick. Like when I watch porn, I'm like, I want some anal action. Let's do the DP. It's got to either be DP or anal. I just, I don't know. I go through these phases and right now I'm in my, I'm in my anal phase, but let's kind of talk about some do's and don'ts with anal. And I can't speak for everybody. So of course I'm really mostly speaking for myself. There's a huge range of what people like and don't like when it comes to this stuff. But obviously, again, one of the paramount things I always go back to that's a running theme on this show, of course, is communication with your partner. Excellent, excellent communication. You must do this if you want to know how to please your partner in any sense, but especially when it comes to anal. And if you're getting in the back door, like don't fuck this opportunity up. Like really communicate well with your partner about what's acceptable and not acceptable. So it's kind of some of my best, you know, I'll just give you, if you're not sure how to approach it with somebody, just not sure, let me give you some of my best sort of basic level advice when it comes to anal. Let's talk about don'ts. Do not go at this dry. You need lube, lube, lube for days. Okay, there is special lube specifically for anal sex. And then I found also regular lube 
works great. I love, again, you guys know I love that Foria CBD sex oil. But also, let me tell you something else. Foria has these suppositories, these for anal, you know, like anal and vaginal, but you put these suppositories in and then you're good to go. You know, I've mentioned this before. I've said like, get your pussy high. Like if it can't, you know, if it's not lubricating very well or you're tight or whatever, get your pussy high. Get your fucking ass high too. Get that ass high. Just do it. Like why not have it be as relaxed and happy as possible when receiving something coming in as opposed to it's, you know, this is really (laughs) not usually where things are coming in. You've got to prep that area, okay? You've got to do, if you have the chance to prep it, and hopefully you do, and sometimes you don't, we won't even, I'm not gonna, I'm not shaming anybody, trust me. Sometimes I've not prepped and I've had anal sex anyway. It just depends on your partner and who you're with. But typically, I think women like, we do like the chance to prep that area. We like the chance to douche, that kind of thing. So don't go at it dry and don't surprise a woman with it especially if it's your first time. If you guys remember, I told that story of Socks and I, where I said, we're having sex. I have my butt plug in. He pulls it out mid-stroke and then tries to stick his big old dick in my ass. No lube, no warning, no. No, 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 no. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? That is a big fat no, mister. You cannot surprise a woman like that. Although I'm going to give a caveat later in this podcast, I'm going to talk about when you can surprise a woman like that. Okay. So just hang tight. There's my little cliffhanger. Okay. But just, you know, a straight up like new partner you're not familiar with, you haven't had sex that many times, you have never discussed anal and someone rips your butt plug out mid stroke and then tries to stick their dick in your ass with no lube and a condom on because that's drying. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Of course, again, if it's a new partner and you, you guys are not exclusive and you're wearing condoms, that's great. Still, you need lubricant, a shit ton of it. Excuse my pun, no pun intended, but some pun intended. Like you need a lot of lubricant back there. You can't just try to stick your dick dry into a tight hole with no lubrication. It doesn't work. It's not going to be exciting for the woman It's going to cause tears and bleeding. I mean, like, no, this is wrong. Okay, no ramrodding. Like, when you go in there, be gentle. It's an asshole. Now, if somebody wants really rough anal sex, again, they will tell you. But as a general rule, most women just want... (laughs) I'm laughing at myself because I'm going to get to this last story, which is pretty much contradicting everything I'm saying. Okay, but trust me on this. Again, As a general rule, you don't want to be ramrodded. It's, again, if you're not ready for it, you're not in the right mindset, you're not all lubed up, you're not wet and stimulated in other holes. Like, this is just a bad thing all the way around and you're going to turn her off or him off, whoever's asshole you're going into, okay? Actually, it's not, obviously not female determinant here. But the last thing I'd probably say is do not... Do not come in her ass without her permission. Okay, so the next episode is masturbation, which is episode 132. Now, I released it on October 18th, 2020. What I love about this is just, again, these very simple titles. And this is what everybody's drawn to because we all, I think, are trying to kind of come up with really ornate subjects and all this. But we're kind of like 
if I look at the list, let's go through it again. It's porn, anal, masturbation, blowjobs, men cuckolding, like super simple subjects that everybody's really fond of and loving. And this masturbation, of course, is near and dear to my heart. Like as a woman, oh my gosh, I love all my toys. I love to be able to masturbate. I love to be able to understand my body better. I can take that to a partner and educate them better about how my body works. I really think every woman should, A, listen to this episode and man, both sexes, listen to this episode, but also just that everybody really explore how their body is wired and how they work. It really, really makes a difference because you're going to be better prepared for your partner. You can have great solo sex and masturbation is of course all about that, but let's talk about the bigger purpose and that's really bringing that to a partner and helping educate them on what we really want and need. Okay, so here we go with episode 132. I do have a listener and I do have a, I'm sorry, well, he's a listener and he's a member of the podcast group. His name is Daniel and Daniel right now has COVID. And I just want to give a shout out to Daniel and say, Daniel, uh, this is for you, sweetheart. I hope you're feeling better, that you're relaxing, you're comfortable. I think it's, you said you've had it for three weeks now and I think you're okay, right? And that's the important thing. But I told Daniel to uh, send me, I told him I was going to do this masturbation episode and to send me any questions he had and he sent some in. So I want to get to Daniel's questions. Okay. He says, ever masturbate with a butt plug in? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I do. Absolutely. I love that feeling of being just, it's kind of my, I'll do that. And it it gives me the sense of having a DP, but it also makes everything just super, super tight. So when you, when you have a butt plug in and then you have a dildo, if you're using a dildo, it just, yeah, you, you get that double penetration sensation and not only that, but it makes it easier for the dildo or when you're having sex with a partner for their penis to hit your G spot because it just kind of makes everything tighter and stiffer. And yeah, there's less give in your vajayjay. <laughs> less give in the vagina because they do stretch and they do stretch to accommodate big things. So anyway, yes, I do love to have a butt plug in. I love to have a butt plug in when I'm having sex. I mean, it's it makes it, it's easier for me to have a G-spot orgasm when I do, because it just makes everything more, there's less give there. Yeah. And it feels really good. It feels really, really good. Now I can't do that with, I have that one big dildo where I sized up. I just said, I'm going for it. I got a big one. And <laughs> the one with the suction cup, I can't do the butt plug with that because that's just, it's not comfortable. It's just not comfortable. So the dildo itself is makes me feel stretches me enough and makes me feel just like fully stuffed so it's in there it is good stuff I don't need to add anything to that secret sauce it's perfect the way it is but now I've tried okay I'm not gonna lie I tried because of course 
you just want to see like, how far can I take this? But I, <laughs> I have reached my, I know how far I can take it. I know where the line is. So yes, butt plugs during masturbation. Absolutely. I need to get one of those vibrating ones that Mickey keeps talking about. I've, I've got to. I mean, that I bet you that would feel really good too. Or, or even like a double one. You can get like a double. There's so many toys. I need to get more toys. Now you got me thinking. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. Your number two question from Daniel is, do you masturbate while sucking cock? Yes, absolutely. I love to rub my clit while I'm sucking cock or have my partner use like the Hitachi or a vibrator on me. And I've even been edged while I'm sucking cock and that's excruciating, but it's hot and exciting. And I have an episode on that. I've mentioned that before. I have this love hate thing with the edging. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I can do it again, but it's really hot and, and I hate it and I love it. But yes, absolutely. I love to, I love to do all kinds of things while I'm, you know, to myself so that I'm just staying. I'm right on the edge. He's right on the edge. Yes. It's hot. So hot. What is your go-to masturbation technique or go-to masturbation technique? Well, okay. Look, I wish I could say there's different levels. It depends on my time and my horniness. And so if I'm just like, it's utilitarian, like I want to just knock one out. I just need to have one really fast. I want to relax. I want to go to sleep, whatever it is, right? There's no time commitment to this at all. Then I just usually will try to grab my, grab a vibrator you know, grab, put something on my clit. Usually, you know, it's a vibrator of some sort. And sometimes I'll rock it old school, like just with my hand. I use my, my index finger and my middle finger and I, I can knock one out that way, you know, just stimulate my clit and go for it that way. It's weird. Sometimes if I, usually if it's, if I'm going to rock it old school, that's the maximum level of laziness. That's the laziest form of masturbation that I can do only because I'm too lazy to reach for the vibrator, or if it's not in the nightstand, go get it wherever it is, go find it. I have all my sex toys together, but sometimes if I don't have something charged up and ready to go or in the nightstand, the Hitachi doesn't go in the nightstand because it's just too big. So it's got something smaller in the nightstand or the batteries are dead or whatever's in the nightstand. I'm too lazy to get it or it's not working because I didn't charge it or the batteries are down and I just don't want to get up, go grab something and then start then I will just do use my face. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Fingers. Well, blowjobs, blowjobs, blowjobs. Okay. I love a blowjob. <laughs> I love a good blowjob. I just think there's something so sexy and hot about it. I can't even tell you. Just a guy's dick in your mouth. Oh, down your throat, gagging on it, crying, all this stuff. Let me tell you. Well, episode 24. This is June 7th of 2017. Go back and listen to it. It might be a little rough. I don't, I can't, I can't account for the recording quality, but let me just tell you something. My love and passion for blowjobs has not changed. It is still there. Like there's something about 
Oh, a man's dick. It's so hot. It's so sexy. I, I, I just, I love it. I loved it then. I love it now. I love the fact that it's recorded and like I can go back and listen to this stuff, but I want to share it with you. Again, Blowjobs, simply titled Blowjobs, episode 24 from June 7th of 2017. You will love this. Give it a listen. It's not that long, but I think you're going to really pick up on my passion for this. It's there. It stayed there. And hopefully I can spread it. Let me spread the love of sucking dick. Good morning, everyone. All right. So we're going to start off our morning with blowjobs, head, sucking cock, sucking dick. That's what's on my mind. It's funny. I Sometimes I just like, I can't think of a damn thing to talk about. Even though I'm having a lot of fun coming up with the topics sometimes, like what I'm really interested in, passionate about, what's on my mind, what have you. All of a sudden, like you can't shut me up. Like I'm probably releasing one or two podcasts a day. And I actually have some subjects behind this that I'm going to podcast about as well. But so stay tuned. That's the fun part. Stay tuned. But blowjobs. Okay. So uh, part of kind of playing into what I've talked about before with next year, what am I going to freaking do next year? Like, okay, this, as I'm winding up this last year, where I know I'm at is I got to hustle and scratch this shit off my bucket list, the, the last remaining items. And then I got to figure out what I want next year's tone or dynamic to be. And as I kind of kick around ideas and play with that, one of the things that just kind of jumped in there was, okay, maybe, maybe I'll make next year is the year of the blowjob. And what I mean by that is now don't, don't fill my inbox with, you know, you want to be partaking that experiment. What I mean by that is, you know, I just like lately I've really been enjoying giving head. Let me say that for the record, I've always enjoyed giving head. It's not like something I just never wanted to do. I always have liked it, but for some reason it's just, it's been accelerated. I'm like, Hmm. I really, really have this strong desire to want to get really, really good at it. I've always been given compliments on my skills in that area, unsolicited. And you know, I don't really know. I'm not patting myself on the back. I don't know whether that's true or not. I had one person make an offhanded comment off the cuff and we'll just leave that at that. I think it was more to push a button, but whether it was a constructive criticism or not, I don't know. I didn't ask for clarification. And quite frankly, I do, I would welcome any sort of constructive criticism. I'm totally open to like every guy's different. And when you're with your, with someone, I try my best to be as observant as I, as I can and pay attention to their subtle cues. I love it when I'm with a guy and like, I like to watch, I like to watch him jack off. I love a jack off video. This is where I do like dick pics. Like when I'm, if I'm with somebody, Oh, fucking a, send me pictures of your cock. Send you know, stroking it, touching it. Trust me. That sends me into the stratosphere. Now strangers, pure strangers. When I haven't ever seen your face, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know your name. I don't know anything about you. Do I just want your dick landing in my inbox? No, no. But for the guys that I'm with, does this get me aroused? Oh, fuck yes. Fuck yes, it does. I love it. I, li- I like, I want to lick the screen. Like, really, seriously, I enjoy it. But I would like to, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm interested in just kind of getting more technical about it. Seriously, I think there's a lot of things kind of converging at once. The, you know, the aspect of, you know, me getting, getting, more interested in like the prostate orgasm and the ass play and things like that and incorporating that into my blowjobs and just seeing how the reaction that that gets. I mean, 
I want to understand that better. I, I really want to master that. I don't necessarily need to be putting my fist in everybody's ass. I know that's not for everybody. But the fingers, I mean, really just getting, understanding the stimulating the prostate from the inside and then also from the outside. It's my understanding that from the outside, you can, you know, you can hit it too. So that I think with a really good blow job and just getting better at varying my stroke patterns, my style, the pressure. I already have what I have in my bag of tricks. I would love to expand on that. And I'm serious about like, I'm really interested in going and taking a class. BE is taking a class on, it's a dominant, basically on how to be a good dominant, a dom. And we live in an area where, you know, this is, there's, you can go and take classes on this stuff because we're kind of sort of in the heart of it, an area where just sex there's a lot of sexual liberties going on. And he's actually taking that class this weekend. I unfortunately, uh, you know, the girl that he's going to be exclusive with, she'll be the recipient of this. She'll get the benefit of that. I thought I was going to get some of the benefit of that. No, denied. Eh. <laughs> That's okay. I, I still love you, BE. You're awesome. And she's a lucky girl. But, uh, and in fact, we're supposed to get together tonight for a drink. I hope we do. I need to text him. But anyway, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going and taking some of these classes. I've, you know, uh, over the years I've seen that you can, and some of the courses are where you've got like somebody live sort of instructing you, like showing you, I would totally love to get more in depth on that, that whole, just everything about the penis that's non penile to vagina contact. So hand jobs, blow jobs, prostate orgasm, kind of really, really hone those skills. I remember when I was seeing Titanic, he told me that there was some gal in San Francisco that he called the, like, she was like the master of the blowjobs. I'm like, well, what is she doing? You know, like, can I have her number? <laughs> I wanted to ask her, like, what the fuck is she doing? He told me, and I'm like, well, I do that, or I, I think I do that. Anyway, he didn't complain about my blowjobs by any stretch, but apparently for him, I guess, there was this one technique that she used that just really kind of sent him into the stratosphere. The point is obviously just like, you know, women and, and oral sex for them, it's, it really does depend on the person, right? There's all these variances, you know, what's going to get one person off fire their rockets, isn't going to necessarily do it for the next person. So I would kind of like to, I really want to hone in on this stuff. I really, really, really want to I know. Sounds funny. Like take a class, like get, get some continuing education, I guess if you call it or further education and not just sit back and expect that I can just keep doing the same old thing and that that's going to be great. Okay. So number five of my all time top 10 downloads ever, ever in the Curious Girl Diaries podcast is the Cuckoldress. And this is episode 152. I released this on February 4th of 2021. And this is with Venus. I am so, so glad that she made my top five. You know why? First of all, she's awesome. And this is just, and she's fucking hot and sexy and all that stuff. But this is just such a great subject. And it's also a little bit on the fringe. I mean, you know, it's usually kind of male-led and the woman being subservient. And in the cuckolding, in this scenario, well, actually, I won't say that it's it's not female or male-led. I really believe it's, this is just a true partnership. Like men that are cuckolds, like they are, 
it's both parties really expressing their desires and living those out together. And I love that a woman gets to be the naughty little slut that she wants to be. And the man gets to step back and experience all of the the, the cuck angst and, and the things that make cuckolds who are actually very generous and supportive and loving and just like, oh, that this is just a dynamic that works. It really, really is. And I haven't gotten into this. I haven't explored it. I think it's a, a lifestyle that's, super hot and exciting. And I hope that more men really like, if this is what they want, that they're able to come out and just and just say it and claim it. And really like, you know, I think Venus is just a trailblazer and she's really leading in this category and helping, helping men and women who find this dynamic hot and sexy get to it. And she's really providing a lot of great information. She's got a podcast. She's on Patreon. You know, she's doing a lot to promote this. And so I'm super happy. I'm just, I'm really glad to see her in the top five. And I can't wait to share part of this episode with you. Remember, if you want to hear the whole thing, and you should go back to episode 152, The Cuckoldress, which was released on February 4th of 2021. All right, guys, enjoy. We were having this full-on aggressive session. And, you know, and it was like every man for himself. And, and, and he's just like, suck this, tell me this black dick matters, you know? And I was like, we were like, this is so serious. I go, oh yeah, this white fucking pussy matters. You show me this white pussy matters. I mean, we just, we were scratching each other. And, oh, was, oh my God, I love it. It was so much fun. And that's what I, you know, this is what I love about sex is that if you're, you're open-minded and you're willing to, and you're strong enough in your sense of self, even if you're exploring, put a different hat on in the moment, whatever, yeah. right? And just, it should be fun. This stuff is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. And that's what I find the problem with vanilla is it seems to me it's more obligatory. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do a little bit of rope. I'm going to suck your dick for a second. I'm not really into it. I'm going to go down on you. Not really into it because I just want to get to penis vagina penetration. We're going to do that. Hopefully both people come. Sometimes that doesn't always happen. And then boom, we're done. Okay. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> I am just not going, I'm not going to spend my life like that. It's going to be hot and fun. And even if I'm with somebody where I was like, this is just going the wrong way, I'll grab a hold and turn it around. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, that takes a certain sense of like sexual maturity to be able to do that though. Yeah. As a woman, like I really feel like most women are, would be afraid to do that in that situation, to have the courage to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Okay. So I know, so we kind of got an idea of like, what's the best part about from the bull side, but what do you love most about this type of dynamic as far as your cuck and that relationship? Portion. I love a beautiful cuck mind, honestly. Like I've, I did talk about how wonderful cucks are as a partner yeah. and how emotionally strong they are. But the whole part about cuckolding is he's going through a real emotional shit show that is tormenting and yet oddly satisfying for him. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's not easy. And I love the way that a cuck reacts when he's feeling that kind of like cuck 
angst, they call it, mm-hmm. which is this yeah. kind of like soup of emotions <laughs> that he's having at that time. He's anxious. He's in love. He's like, holy fuck. And yet he's just like, oh my God, like scared and <laughs> process all of that, like all of that nervous kind of sexual energy and stuff and fear and yet love and admiration. And so the way that a guy, a cuck can do that, the way his brain works like that, I just love and adore so much. And so there will be something that I, within a cuckold dynamic, there'll be something that I say to him, a comment I make or something like that, where his reaction, it's involuntary, is something like this. Uh, he makes that noise. Uh. <laughs> And it's just like, in that moment, he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, he's like hanging on a thread. Yeah. And yeah. I, that reaction, that kind of involuntary reaction in that moment, it is the epitome of a cuckolding situation yeah. for me, where you have that level of emotion between the two of you. And so for me, when it comes to cuckolding, I get turned on when he gets turned on. So when he's so ultra turned on like that, yeah. I'm just like, fuck, I need more. And yeah. so it's this like loop that goes between you. So there's some women who maybe have been talked into cuckolding by their husband or whatever. They don't really love it. It's They feel obligated to do it. They kind of resent it a little bit. They are not going to get turned on like that at all. They're not going to be turned on by his cuck reactions and stuff like that. But for women like me, I'm just like, oh my God, I need more. (laughs) You love that cuck angst. I love it. I love the way a cuck's mind works like that. It's fascinating. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Let's see. Are good cucks hard to find and where and how can they find a good cuckoldress? Cucks are not hard to find. Cuckolding is incredibly popular. Uh, Justin Lay Miller did a study that revealed, I think it was more than 50% of men have cuckold fantasies. So it is way more popular than anybody realizes, I think. So Guys who fantasize about this or want this, that's not difficult to find. But unfortunately, guys who like guys who fantasize it about it are everywhere. Guys who actually want this for a real relationship are it's a lot fewer. Those guys are hard to find. And then cuckold dresses apparently are insanely rare. Like yeah. women who want this kind of relationship is it's, it's very rare. So traditionally, cuckolding spawns out of a marriage, a vanilla marriage. And so they, you know, they've been together a long time. It's usually almost always the guy who brings it up to the wife and is like, this is really hot. Can we try this kind of thing? And so that's how women learn about it. That's how they get used to it. And they're into it if they go for it. But to find women who want this upfront and are dating and want this as part of a relationship is very, very difficult to find. Yeah. Hey, I want to bring, this is a good time. I want to bring this up to you. A friend of mine, a guy friend that I used to see in the very back in the very, very beginning, and you're one of all this, we've stayed friends. And he, I told him I was going to be talking to you and he sent me something and I'll hold, I'll hold off on my opinion, but I want, I want you to comment on it. Cause I think we're probably on the same page, but I said, you know, I'm going to be talking to this gal Venus and she's a cuckoldress, you know, and he says, okay, most of the time, because he does a lot of, he's, I guess, from his point of view, I won't say yes or no on this. <laughs> he, <laughs> he thinks he does a lot of like, he's the third, like the bull in the scenario. So his point of view was that 
Most of the time, the husband, let's see, they're married, but they're gay, but never come out of the closet until she she found out. I don't know what he means by that. Then they bargain to stay together for the kids. She fucks a bunch of men. They come in her, and the gay husband licks other men's come out of her. That is how cuck world works. <laughs> I know. Don't hold back, girl, because, you know, I wouldn't. That's, um, okay, so. That's one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard. Do a little light comedy, too, so here you go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, there's two sides to what he said. The whole thing about, (laughs) I'll talk about cleanup first. So, yeah, that's what it's called when, like, a, a bull fucks the wife and comes inside her, and then the husband will go and eat her pussy afterwards. It's called cleanup. Sounds weird, but it's actually really hot. It's insanely hot, but <laughs> there's nothing gay about that. Like, I don't know who the fuck comes up with this shit. It's like a, if a guy likes to have his ass eaten, it doesn't make him gay. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't understand why people think this shit. So cleanup does not mean a cuck is gay. It has fucking nothing to do with that. That is ridiculous. And if you say that, you're just sounding ridiculous. So don't say that. But the other part of what he's saying where cucks are, I guess, closeted gay guys, I don't think so. (laughs) I've never come across any. However, there are some guys who have bi tendencies or fantasies, bisexual fantasies, and they feel like cuckolding will give them may give them that opportunity to interact and so that could be within like like a stag kind of relationship stag vixen or hot wife type of thing uh where it's like more of like a threesome or there in some cuckolding relationships there is a dynamic of you know submissiveness and like overt humiliation where it's like for, she forces bisexuality on her husband and then it's part of the humiliation part. I'm yeah. not into that. And, but I know some women are, and there are guys who come at me and want that part of a relationship. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to find that with me. Like my bulls are my bulls. I fuck them. And I, this my sexual experience and you can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> you're not having them. They're mine. <laughs> hey, yeah. Right, exactly. I'm not sharing. No, not. This is about me. Fuck off. Thank you. Let's clarify. I know. (laughs) I think the the whole idea that appeals to me, like the whole reclaiming, and I don't mind. Like seriously, it's I wouldn't mind if. I don't know how you do it. Kind of in my mind, I would love for my cut to be there he has to sit in the chair and watch and maybe he can touch himself maybe not i don't know it depends on my mood and um you know he's got to watch the whole thing and then he gets he does get to do cleanup duty yeah and you know there's a guy that i see that was like totally into that he's that's the part he's really like he wants to watch it i mean he wants to see he's happy to watch video he's happy to listen but he really wants to be in the room. And so I'm, I guess my only, you know, concern is, you know, when you start doing that stuff with somebody, you sometimes you risk, there's a little bit of a risk. you got to trust that they're not going to freak out, that your cuck's not going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't get the mental image of you fucking another guy out of my head and all that 
while it can be erotic jealousy, sometimes it could, I, my fear is like, what if it turns into just plain old, like, Oh, I wish I never would have done that. You know, I, I wish I would have seen you do that. Now I can't stop thinking about it. So how do you, how do you manage those, I guess, fears and risks? Yeah, you know what, I would say that there's a lot of women, women who are approached by their husbands who want this. This is like a, a one of the big fears that they have is that their husband is going to not take it well. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.